Hello and welcome to Real Talk, a real estate podcast that is focused on the people who work in this industry. My name is Harvey Coker with the Oxford Street Partners real estate team at Cascade Hassan Sotheby's International Realty in Vancouver, Washington, and I'm so excited to bring this podcast to you. Each week, I will be speaking with different agents and people in the industry to hear all about them, who they are, their experiences, their stories, why they do what they do, and how they are adapting to an ever-changing landscape. I sit down with Stacia and Maddie, the Ronaldo Cloud Group, poolside at the Wynn Hotel in Las Vegas. Stacia and Maddie have known each other since their college days and come together to run their team in Oklahoma City. Such a unique friendship and partnership is hard to come by, and they balance each other incredibly well. Balancing young families, along with this ever-changing real estate market, this is a partnership that is doing things their own way. Okay, welcome to Real Talk. Thanks for joining me today, guys. Of course. Thanks for having us. We're so excited. Good, so am I. We are poolside at the win uh, by the cabanas and and the pool. It's an incredible day in Vegas. It's perfect temperature. Perfect. Perfect temperature. How are you guys doing? How's it been so far this week? It's been good. We're exhausted. (laughs) Exhausted on day one. We're exhausted, but, you know, we get our nine to ten hours of sleep a night. That keeps us going from... You know, the rest of the day, we can do it. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> good. De- full day one, exhausted already. Yeah, yeah. yeah but this is really our day two, but yes. Yeah, that's true, because we had the uh, the tacos and tequila mm-hmm. event as well, which was pretty good. Some tequila tasting and a, a $4.5 million house was pretty good. That was a pretty good way pretty to spend, good. Uh, what, Sunday was it? Yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Days are blurring into one. Days yeah. are this so one. blurring. Very Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> well, this is all of our first G&E. Yep. Yeah. Yes. Um, how are you finding it so far? You know, with just connecting with all the different people, um, you know, all the little meetings, you know, you had coffee with someone earlier. Yeah. How are you finding it all so far? It's good. It's great. I, I think just finding that genuine connection with people and getting to know them and talking about, you know, how they got here and how their market is and, you know, kind of their accomplishments. I think it's so cool to hear how other agents are doing across the world. Yeah, this is our third event that we've been to with Sotheby's. So we did one Sotheby's, their event down there, um, which is in West Palm Beach. Yeah. It was amazing and beautiful. And then um, Maddie went to the Texas networking event. Um, I was too pregnant to go. That's okay. Took <laughs> um, one down for the team. Austin. <laughs> so she represented us down there. So this is our third one. So we really feel like we've we've got it down and, you know, know how to get the most out of it. And yeah. it's great to see people that we've already met. It's like a reunion. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Were there a lot of people that you had uh, connected with beforehand coming here that you hadn't met before that you kind of arranged things before? Or did you just kind of go with the flow? We definitely arranged stuff. We arranged and then sometimes go with the flow. And so it's kind of an extra excitement whenever you see that person that you didn't actually arrange to see. And it's, it's, again, like the reunion. Yeah, yeah. It's been good. I think that we've been able to also just see people like, we know you from Instagram. Yeah. (laughs) Like that is the beauty of social media is just being able to recognize people and people recognize us too. They're like, oh, you're the Oklahoma girls. We're like, yes, we are. So that's been, it's encouraging since we try to do so much social media. Yeah. I reached because my business partner's in Dallas and Mm -hmm. I uh, was, we were talking a lot on Sunday. Um, I said, oh, I just met the Oklahoma girls. He's like, yeah, I know that. I know of them. They're in Oklahoma City. I haven't met Yay, them, but I know of great. them <laughs> up there. So I'm definitely going to have to connect, like, connect all you guys as well. Yeah. Yeah, that's a must. Um, but it's great. I think this is, uh, it's so organic here as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it can be, it, you can make it not organic, but if you are coming for the right intentions to make 
you know, good, strong relationships and actually get to know someone, then it is organic. And I feel like we learned that in the first one. Yeah. And no, then no. Go, the first one, then going to the second one, then going to the third one, I feel like we've mastered how to make those connections without just throwing your business card at someone and then running off, you know? Right. You yeah. got yeah. to make it organic. Going. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then yeah. you're like, if their picture's not on the business card, you're like, who was this yeah. person? Okay. So uh, I... As soon as I got anyone's information, I text them and just said, nice to meet you. I didn't say anything else. Mm -hmm. And then I searched meet in my messages and it just brought up this whole list. That's and smart. I still, That's a good idea. I still couldn't remember <laughs> most of the people. Now, granted, yeah. you know, there's been a lot of late nights already for a lot of mm -hmm. people. So that kind of makes sense. For too. you specifically. Yeah. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. It's Vegas. It's okay. It's Vegas. Haven't been here in a while. It's good to be back. Yeah. But uh, this is officially the longest I've been in Vegas. Oh, And yeah. we still have... Two and a half days. Yeah. <laughs> when do you guys leave? Wednesday? Well, we leave Wednesday. So yeah. we leave yeah. tomorrow afternoon. Mm -hmm. We're heading out a little early, but we got here at 6 a.m. Sunday. So we've been going Oh, you were early. Yeah. You were early on we Sunday. We were very early. Yes. So it's been a lot of Vegas already. It's been a lot it of feels Vegas like, It honestly feels like five days yeah. already. <laughs> <sighs> I was losing track of the days on Monday. Someone said, uh, oh, yeah, we've got this thing tonight because it's Monday. And I was adamant it was still Sunday. So I've only been here for two days. How am I doing? I know. Just when you guys were talking just a second ago, I was like, wait, what day is it? Is it Monday? Did we go to the t tacos and tequilas yesterday? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> How is that two days ago already? It's yeah. kind of flown by. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. But I think everyone's having a good time for the most part of or well, most people I've spoken to. Everyone's enjoying it. Um, but let's kind of talk about you guys. Yeah. So your journeys you obviously work together now but you didn't before is that correct were you separate before or yeah we were separate before so this is Stacia talking I guess you have the video but um so we met each other in 2011 at our sorority at University of Oklahoma we were Kappas together there on Kappa Kappa Gamma bid day 2011 yes and we actually were on the same floor of the dorms we were on the all girls floor <laughs> um so we've known each other since then we both um got our degrees and we did I was an engineer for five years and Maddie was in I was in I graduated with finance and supply chain but I went towards the, the supply chain route with my career yeah so we did that for a while and I mean I've lived in Oklahoma City I, I moved to Tulsa after graduating from OU and um, then moved to Oklahoma City and so we were both there and I got my license um, after I had bought some investment properties and um, once I got my license after six or seven months, I decided to go full-time real estate two weeks before COVID was a thing. Oh, boy. So, I remember this. Yeah. I remember this. I, put, and I was like, Stacia, <laughs> are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. My boss was like, I put my two weeks in, but they wanted me to stay for four weeks. And right in the middle of that four weeks, COVID hit. And he was like, are you sure you want to quit? And I'm like, <laughs> yep. And honestly, it was literally the best time to get into real estate. So it was awesome. And then um, I, you know, was alone, which is hard in real estate. Mm -hmm. I just give credit to anybody who doesn't have a team or a teammate. I mean, your poor significant other, you have to confide in them a lot if you don't have someone else to confide in. And let's be honest, significant others, yeah, it's a big job and responsibility mm -hmm. being the other half of a realtor, of an agent, oh, of someone yeah. who is a, a, a top performer too. Oh, yeah. Because they hear all the stories. They hear oh stories, gosh. but it's, it's a lot of hours, too. Oh, it is. Particularly and when you start. We're half therapists, you yes. know? Wow. So, 
you know, my husband has to also be a little bit of a therapist, too. He's like, what should I do? (laughs) But and then Maddie joined so she can tell you her story. Yes. So I was working in the corporate world and I had started a consumer goods. It's actually a jewelry business. I made I made jewelry and it blew up. So this was probably like 2018. It just blew up. I got a ton of followers on Instagram. It was all through social media. So I, I was doing two jobs and I had, I had a, learned from that a ton of marketing experience and a ton of um, customer service experience. And I had met so many people in the Oklahoma City and Texas community. Those were like my big clients. And I was doing it and I was just like, this is not what I want to do forever. And I got let go from my oil and gas corporate job. And I was like, I need to decide what I want to do with my life. And jewelry is just, there's trends. It wasn't long-term for me. I I didn't see it long-term and it was, I was by myself doing it. I didn't have any employees and I, except for Cooper, except for Cooper, (laughs) except for my husband, he was, you know, unpaid best employee. Yes, exactly. He did help me a lot. Um, but I remember I got let go and I was, I was, we went to a coffee shop with Stacia and I was like, I was thinking, I was like, you know what? I could be really good at real estate just for like networking. I have a, I have a great worth work ethic and marketing. I have a ton of marketing experience. And I was like, Stacia, I could help like grow a brand with you. I was like, I know this is weird, but can I, can I go into real estate with you? Would you be interested in a teammate? Like I'll work my ass off. I promise. So, I mean, Stacia took a chance on me mm-hmm. and said, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> so it. yeah, it was good though. I mean, we we're very, um, we have very different personalities, but we have the same values. Yes. And we um, work really well together. I think we both have different strengths and weaknesses. And so Maddie's definitely more creative and more, honestly, like, let's get that stuff done early. I'm like a huge procrastinator, but <laughs> I am like the analyzer, the numbers, yes, she's strategic girl. thinking. And so we really balance each other in terms of like being able to bounce ideas off of each other and just work together well. So it's been great. Was yeah. there a moment after you started, did it take like a month or two months where something clicked and you thought, yes, like we just, we know we made the right decision. We know that this is happening and this is going to be great. Yeah, I would say definitely, honestly, at the first beginning, I was like, oh, this is going to be a journey because it's it's not like real estate, jumping into real estate, you think, oh, I know all these people in Oklahoma City and around our community. I'm going to, once you get into real estate, they're not automatically going to use you as a realtor. And my expectations of that were a little high. And then you kind of get the reality check when you jump into real estate and you're like, oh no, I have to earn their trust. I have to, I have to be driven. I have to, um, you know, do like, as time goes on, like get established, earn their trust. And, you know, it's not something that happens automatically. And so that was kind of a learning lesson. Yeah, it's and, you know, it's one of those things I'm like the first year. It's tough, right? So I'm like, don't get discouraged. People are going to come. Yeah. And it really is such like a lagging real estate. All the marketing we do, everything's like a lagging indicator. So it takes time, like a year and a year 
year or a year and a half to build up rapport with everyone, even if they're your good friends, right? I mean, it's, it can be the biggest purchase of someone's life or the biggest sale of someone's life. So they just want to make sure that they are choosing the right person. And so over time, though, I mean, I think last year, like when it clicked for for me is like, I mean, I think we kind of over time, it just like kept building up and building up and we we were doing well. But I feel like last summer, it was like just completely bouncing off mm -hmm. of each other, picking each other up. I mean, I was pregnant. And so I was like so happy to have a teammate. I'm like, I have made the right decision, <laughs> you know? And so it's we we did well last year. And I think that was like really reassuring for both of us that we've like chosen the right path and we both love it and have so much fun doing it. Yeah. yeah and like you said, you were pregnant that year. Yeah. And now, mm -hmm. now it's my turn. Now it's your turn. Mm -hmm. We're twins. Yeah. yeah. We're twins indeed. <laughs> yes. Um, but we were talking about this at Tacos and Tequila the other day, how, uh, how much you value each other's relationship in terms of your experiences of going through that. Um, how's that been for you guys? You know, pregnant having a baby mm -hmm. taking time because it actually gives you the ability to take some time oh yeah you know a lot of people before they get into this job they don't realize time off doesn't really exist no it doesn't you don't ever really you can never put your laptop away or your phone for two three days it just doesn't exist yeah um and a lot of people like i said by themselves yeah they don't get to take that that time yeah um, no we're very lucky yeah. that we get oh, to yeah. do that I have a story. Oh, bring it. So we were crazy busy, right? Before crazy. I was about to have my child. It was like, I was due October 18th. It was October 12th. The 13th, we staged a house together. And I'm like, what am I doing? And uh, I, I go like, into labor I got, that I night. got all the heavy stuff. Don't yeah. worry. She carried a plant, a fake little plant. And um, I go into labor and I know we have stuff coming up. We have all these closings coming up. I get a call while I'm in the hospital and they're like, if we close in two days and they're like, hey, I think the buyer, buyer is gonna back out. Like, and I'm like, no way. No, we needed to close So it. I call, I tell her, I'm like, can you hear the monitors beeping? I'm in labor right now. <laughs> and so I tell her, like, I'm gonna call my teammate. So I call Maddie and she freaking gets the deal done and we close in two days and it was, it was, I was so thankful because I'm like, I cannot deal with this right now. And then I took, you know, like six weeks off. We still chat here and there, you know, go back and forth on different things. But we try. We didn't talk about real estate, though. I was like, I really wanted you to yeah. have your full six weeks off. I just told you, I was yeah. like, I'm make, I'm surviving. Don't worry. Yeah, I would you just check in. I'd be like, okay, how, how are things going? Are we still making money? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but I, I mean, it's, am I getting a check in the next two weeks? Yeah. Is something happening? We'll be good. But no, it was amazing. And like, I am excited to be able to do that for her and for her to spend time with her babies because it's like, you don't get that time back. Yeah. yeah. So special. Yeah, babies. There's maternity leave and then there's maternity leave of twins. Yes. Um, I'll be good. Are you excited? I'm so excited. Yeah. I have a great support support system, my husband and family, so I'll be good. I know. And I honestly thrive. Thank goodness you get like nine months to prepare. I thrive in the chaos and mm. that's just what I'm telling myself. It's going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be great. Mm -hmm. So in that period um, before, like you guys, before you met up with each other to say, hey, I could be good at this. Were you staying in contact as friends for a long time oh, or yeah. all the time? We saw each other, I mean, weekly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we're like in a tight friend group. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So like she's one of my best friends. Yeah. Has been since we graduated. Yeah. So yeah. I got her to move to Oklahoma City. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you got to move back? Yeah. Well, my, I, I think there was a little bit, it was your, it was your husband. But yeah. I mean, I was like, duh, move back to Oklahoma City. That's I just didn't question. have too many friends in Tulsa. So I grew up in Tulsa, Oklahoma. 
And um, my whole family is there, and I love my family, very close with them. But my husband was in school um, at pharmacy school at University of Oklahoma Medical. And um, I was like, man, it's hard to not have friends in in a city, like right after you graduate, because you go from living in a sorority or living in a big house with people to living. I was living with my parents, which is great money, money saver. Okay. But that's, that's t- I struggle. <laughs> Mom and dad, I know you're going to watch this, but they know this already. After three days, when I go home, I need a break. I need to go out and get out, and I miss my independence right away. Even though I can go and do whatever I want to do, there's something different about being home. I can't imagine having to move back in after school. Yeah. Well, I did it because I didn't have anybody to live with up there. Yeah. And it was a great way to save money. I mean, I'm so happy I did. That's how I bought my first investment property, Mm -hmm. was saving money. But um, I was like, I've got to go be and like live a little. I'm still 22 years old, you know, so moved down to Oklahoma City. And yeah, we, we became closer after college, though. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But we did we did come to Vegas. Um, what year is it? 2015. 2015. We were in Vegas. So it was a, it's a lot different. <laughs> it was a lot different then than now. <laughs> a different type of Vegas. Yes, different, different type, type of Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've not, so I've never been up this end of Vegas either. You know, I've always stayed at MGM and all mm-hmm. that down there. There's so much up here, and granted, you know, we're here for a reason and in terms of connecting with people here, but it's almost like you have to go so far away from the hotel to get to the other stuff um, that it feels beneficial being up here. I don't know about you guys, but I know you guys are hanging out for the most part anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a little more, like, secluded. Yeah. But I think that's the only way they could have done this, like you know, at some place like this. And I'm glad it's all in a walkable distance at the resort. Yeah. yeah. I would get lost. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I and still get lost. You're <laughs> not You're not supposed to walk that far as well. Yeah, you need not. To, yeah. We'd have to find I, you a buggy. Yes, exactly. Yeah. A wheelchair. Stacia, you can wheelchair <laughs> me around. <laughs> oh, I would. Yeah. I was talking to someone earlier at lunch, um, and they were talking about the Vancouver journey oh, a yeah. few years ago. And uh, I've heard a few people talking about it. But back then... It seems like a lot of people walking around in the evenings not knowing where everyone is because there's so many different places in the one that you can go to. Uh, that GNE, there was the lobby was huge and it was pretty much one bar in the lobby. So everybody spent the whole time in the lobby. I can't imagine. I bet it was packed. Yeah, I bet it was. Ridiculously. But Nashville? Yeah. Next yeah. year? 2024. We'll 2024. Be there. Yeah. We were talking about trying to do a, a Western themed because we're Oklahoma. Uh-huh. So we're like, let's do a we, Western themed We know theme Western. Event. Runs in our blood. You need to wear a cowboy hat <laughs> to show up. Like, yeah. that's required for entry. A cowboy oh, well, hat. I do not own a cow. I'm English. You need to. We'll provide some. Yeah. <laughs> that's good. If you go to Nashville, you got you to gotta go all out. Yeah. You got to bring cowboy least, boots yeah. and the cowgirl hat or cowboy hat. Yeah. Yeah, I'll take that one, not the other yeah, one. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, okay, so that was your start, your journey. Been any bumps in the roads that you felt? Yeah, I mean, if we're being yeah. honest, I think it's it's hard to to work with number one, someone who is one of your best friends, and number two, just work with anybody in general. Yeah, you know, like it's just like a relation, like a marriage. She's my work wife. Yeah, we're so you know, you kind of like struggle on like carrying who's carrying this weight, who's carrying that weight. But I do think, like, as time goes on, you start to figure out, like, what each person is going to be good at, what each person is going to handle. 
And if it's going to work, it's going to work out. Like you're going to figure it out quickly. Did you guys sit down and talk about it in the beginning or did you kind of figure that out as you went along? We figured it out as we went along. Which was a mistake. Yeah. Yeah. I would say, you know, my recommendation, if I wish we would have just like had it all written down, like this is what happens when this happens. Mm -hmm. And, you know, this is what your responsibilities are. And we, we loosely did it. Yeah. But as time went on, it was kind of you know, we were like, okay, how are we going to handle all of this? Because I'd been in it a couple of years, yeah. you know, so you're just trying to figure out. And I was a newbie. Yeah. So you're just trying to figure it all out. But I mean, I, we have definitely gone through all the bumps in the road. And I think that's how you grow a relationship and a business partnership. Um, I think it's all for the best. And I think always asking for help or how yeah. I can help you, like, if Stacia's stressed, I'm like, how? What can I do? Like, how? Mm-hmm. What do you need off your plate? Like, do you guys work here to help? So, do you guys work together with every client, or do you separate that kind of stuff as well? Pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean, we work side by side, but okay. someone takes a team lead. Yeah. Yeah. With a client, and so that's usually their like go to. But I mean, if Stacia's out for a day, Teddy could be sick. I will jump in, and I know what's going on because we fill each other in on everything, and we're or we have a group text, we're emailed on everything, so. It's just always keeping up and making sure you know what's going on in each transaction. Mm-hmm. Basically, whoever, like, if they'll reach out to both of us, we'll be like, okay, who wants to take this client on? If it's someone who we know individually, that will be the main lead. Sure. Mm-hmm. So that's how it works. Sure. Yeah, I think that's the I think that's the way to do it as well. And being brutally honest up front is, is a key. I know when we started our team, I'm so fortunate that, like, Lee and I met when we did because very quickly we realized we talk about things the same way. We approach things the same way. I think when you find that, it's actually quite hard to find in this business. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I hear a lot of people who, they're on a team, off a team, on a different team, that kind of thing. And there's a lot of chopping and changing as well. Um, I think it's really hard to find a really good teammate that you trust. Well, and it's like, I just think being from Oklahoma too, you you have a sense of like loyalty and dedication and like we're really rooted in everything we do and like trust I don't know I just think it's like a a southern midwestern thing like we're not gonna cross each other you know respect for each other a lot of respect for each other so I will probably imagine we'll be together for 50 years yeah we better I I don't see any I don't see any changes in the future yeah so I'm not going back to corporate life this is this is the life for me once you're in this life you don't want to get out of it what did you do again before i went straight from college you went straight from college so i went college into new construction so i didn't have my license okay um i think great though because then you get to learn a lot yeah kind of so i I interviewed (laughs) at four places uh in the portland area and none of them felt like a good fit culturally i just felt it was too transactional it was too hey here's a desk go start earning money great I don't have a license yet. And they're like, here's the fees. Cool. Um, and I saw a job posting for an assistant to two brokers who were sisters in a family builder. And they were looking for someone with minimum two years experience. So I just messaged her on LinkedIn, said, hey, I'd love to chat to you about it anyway. I don't have my license. Chatted to her, went into the office the next day and spoke to both of them and they gave me the job. They said, you got, got to get your license in three months, which no problem, that's fine. Um, now I did learn so much in new construction in six months. However, I was only earning eleven hundred dollars a month. Okay. So they were paying. In Portland. <laughs> yeah. So well, I just moved to Vancouver at that point. So oh, I went. Okay. I went for the offers in Portland. Didn't feel like it, and then saw this in Vancouver. No state income tax, but it doesn't make a difference at eleven hundred bucks a month. Um, so it was good. It was it's a good experience, but the way the 
commission was set up was they were the listing agents. I was their assistant. They paid me an hourly rate to do open houses Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday for five, six hours a day. So I was basically there to give them a life so they could go do family stuff mm-hmm. on the weekends. And the only way I could earn commission was if a buyer came in without an agent and I wasn't allowed to go out during weekends to do other business because I had to hold the open house. Oh, wow. So yeah. I couldn't build anything outside of that either. Um, so it was, it was good on, for one thing. And there's a reason I handle most of our new construction clients um, and do our blue tape walkthroughs and all that kind of thing too. Yeah. But it was... I thought I was broke when I was a college student. Yeah. I did not realize I could be more broke yeah, like, at oh that point. Um, yeah, and then I met Lee four months into that. And uh, start of 2019 is when I went into residential resale. And So that was, when did you join Sotheby's? Last summer. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, we were at the Hassan Company first and Hassan merged oh, with yeah. Cascade. Mm. Cascade Sotheby's last summer. Okay, cool. Um, what's, uh, what's the market like for other companies in your area? So, for, like, for instance, for us, Windermere up there, we had the housing company, Cascade Sotheby's. Um, but our, our company, the housing company, had the biggest market share in four or five parts. Cascade Sotheby's had the biggest market share in the other parts. And we just merged. And so now we have the biggest market share all over the place up there. Yeah. Um, what's it like for you guys, competition-wise? I mean, it depends. There's all different types. You know, you've got your luxury. Mm-hmm. You've got, like, your new construction. But... Um, EXP okay, yep. is has like the biggest market share, probably, or, or maybe Keller Williams and EXP. I think go back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, luxury wise, yeah, Sotheby's. luxury wise, Sotheby's, Engel and Volkers. Mm-hmm. I think Sotheby's still has the highest um, average sales price. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're small; we're forty agents, right? Competing against I don't even know how many at EXP and Keller Williams, maybe fifteen hundred, two thousand. I think there's eighteen thousand people who have a license in Oklahoma. Um, which really isn't too many, I guess. But um, uh, that's a lot from where I come from. Oh, so, really? Uh, yeah, I think there's about is, is three. Isn't it eighteen thousand? I don't know. It seems a little I'll high. Fact check that. Yeah. But <laughs> um, could have sworn. But yeah, it's our market share. I mean, we just became Sotheby's in 2019, and actually, the Sage Realty Partners was what it was before. So you were at Sage. I was at Sage, okay. and like a couple months later, right after I joined, okay. it became Sotheby's. So. Haven't been around too long, but for only having 40 agents, I mean, we, I think maybe are like 20th in market share usually. Sure. That's about where we end up. So pretty good. That's pretty good. So uh, when you started at Sage, and then you said it was a couple months, um, did you know all about Sotheby's at that point? Or was it more of a figuring it out as you went along too? Literally, I joined and he's like, a couple weeks later, he's like, by the way, we're becoming Sotheby's International Realty. And I'm like, like the auction house? <laughs> yeah, it's the first thing you think of. Like, and yeah. the, you know, I'd been to California, I'd been to Florida, and I'd seen the Sotheby's signs, but I really didn't understand the brand behind it. I just knew it was like a luxury agency. Okay. So, or luxury brokerage. But um, I don't know what you thought about it. Because we came, you know, we came to Oklahoma City and then you joined afterwards. So what were your thoughts on it? I didn't know too much about it, but I mean, like you said, you go out of state on vacations and you see the Sotheby's sign, but, and you usually see the Sotheby's sign in front of a large, beautiful house. And so I thought, oh, you know, this is a luxury brand. And so I, that's exactly what I was thinking we would get into, even though, you know, a lot of our clients aren't selling millions of dollars of houses. I mean, we're luxury at, any price point. 
So it's all about the service. Yeah, yeah. luxury right. service, no matter the price. Yeah. <laughs> I knew I was so excited as soon as it was uh, announced last summer. As soon as they, you know, released that this was going to happen, um, I was so excited. But I was, in a weird way, so happy that the market had changed because it was so difficult learning some of the new procedures, the new systems. Because mm-hmm. a lot, it's oh, a yeah. lot, and it's once you get your feet, you know, feet under the table and everything, it's great. Yeah. It's awesome. It's great. Like, oh, do you yeah. guys have a big... I know you do a lot of marketing yourselves. Mm-hmm. Do you have a marketing team at your company too that you go to? We have a marketing gal who she joined a few months ago and she's been awesome. She's wonderful. Um, yeah, shout out to Sam. Mm-hmm. And she's really helped to have us kind of change our marketing materials to be a little more geared towards like the Sotheby's... Um, I don't know how to say it. Like the Sotheby's way almost. Yeah. You the know? luxury look. Yeah, like yeah. the luxury look. And um, we we have done a lot of marketing on our own. We ha- we hire someone who does our marketing for us hourly, like our social media and our, our emails. Um, but the the marketing, we have one gal. I mean, again, we're small. At, at the Sage Sotheby's at office. At the Sage Sotheby's office, office. Yeah. yeah. That that helps us. Okay. So so you're two years, two years in, two and a half years? Three and two. Yep. Three and two. Mm-hmm. So almost four. Yeah. Oh, congrats. Almost it's four. On my it's way. 2023. I got it in 2019. <laughs> so you came in at peak. Yes. Peak crazy. Yes. Wild. The wild. The wild, wild, what was, wild, wild what was that like coming in? Because uh, I, I had to take some time off as well. Yeah. Um, and once I came, I came back Ooh, in. Don't fall. Please don't fall. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, once I, I knew when I came back in at the start of 2021, it was ridiculous. It was um, crazy. But I wasn't new. How was that for you coming into a 2021 market and being new to the industry? Honestly, I think it was the best learning lesson. Like if you're, if I was going to get into real estate, like, I mean, during that time I was like, holy crap, what did I get myself into? But like, <laughs> I mean that you, you jump in and you learn because you have to learn quickly because on the houses weren't on the market a day. They were on the market for 12 hours. Yes. And, it, and it taught you that you need to act quickly on things. And so, you know, right now things have slowed down and it's kind of a breath of fresh air. Like, you know, they can take their time and think about this house, but, um, getting into it at that point, it was a great learning lesson. I am so glad I went through it. Um, but it was, you know, it was hard. It's hard for, to ask buyers if they could, you know, if they have $20,000 extra cash sitting in their banks that they could just bring first time home buyers. Yeah. First time home buyers. That's, that was hard, but you know, we really learned to make competitive offers. Like we were good. I we mean, were yeah. good. We won yeah. a lot for yes, our clients. We did. And that was a huge benefit is we had, we were doing so many, we did 50, almost 50 transactions last year that we were like, we know how to win this. This mm-hmm. is what you need to do. And a good chunk of the time we would help them win it if they were willing to do like what we recommended. So That's the thing. A lot of people, they hire us and then they still think they know <laughs> what to do. Yes. And when you, uh, you, tell people no this is what you have to do if you want it this is what you have to do we're yeah. in this situation oh yeah it's asking them that question you're like do you love this house yeah. is this your dream house uh, yes okay you need this is what you need this to do yes yeah i think that's a great thing to be able to say that that you win a lot in those situations too yes um particularly like you said the first time home wise there were some tough conversations mm-hmm. in, in that period i still i have four buyers on my books from two years ago and oh my gosh we won so much over a two-year period, but I, I've looked at their journey 
Now, one of them brought it on themselves, but um, that's a whole other story. <laughs> um, she turned down a house because the bedroom was uh, 10 by 9 instead of 11 by 10. And then two months later, prices got away from her and she couldn't afford it anymore. Oh, that, yeah, that stinks. And it's now hard. she's looking at fixer-uppers. Yeah. Because, you know, budget-wise. Yeah, um, and so it's hard. tough. It's a tough conversation sometimes. Yeah, it is. Yeah. You know? But one of the buyers, we just got him in last week. And I think what I love about all of the people that we work with is the emphasis that everybody puts on collaboration and your relationship with the listing side when you're working with buyers. And a lot of people don't understand how important that is. It is so important. It's not just we're talking to them, hey, what have you got on the table? We've got any offers? All right, we're going to send something to you. Great. What's that going to do in that situation? And I just had a buyer at 400,000, 12 offers on the table in a day, escalating to 425. And there were four offers at 425. But I had an incredible relationship with the listing agent. She loves our team. We've done a lot of deals with her. And she trusts us. And the downside, I think, with 2021 is a lot of bad agents came into the market yes, yeah. in that period. And we're starting to see some of them trickle out. But very quickly, you learn who they are. Oh, yeah. And you're skeptical. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. I don't know how much you guys saw of that because oh, I saw yeah. it a lot. Oh, yeah. Well, and it's like if you if you work with someone who's in the business a lot or who you talk to a lot, number one, you know they're setting their client expectations correctly. Number two, you know they're writing their contracts correctly. You know, obviously we read through all of them, but that makes a difference when you're going through multiple offers if you're the listing agent and you're like, okay, this person, they, they forgot this, they forgot that document. Like if they're not doing this correctly now in the most important part, then it's not gonna probably pan out how it should. And if they are already closing deals, not that we're not gonna work with new agents, but it's nice to already have like that rapport. Yeah. Smoothness um, in the transaction. You know, yeah. it, it's kind of like when you look at a resume, if they're the exact same except for one more thing and that thing being they we know them and we've worked with them before or, you know, they're they're relevant, like either to us on social media. Um, well, they've just and, shown you something to yeah, suggest that right. you want to work with them. Yeah, I went on about that. But anyways, I think it's like it, it really does show that they're going to help you get the deal closed. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I think I think it's crucially important. And I think it's a, a bit of a lost lost art maybe amongst amongst some other people i had a guy calling me on one of my listings and it was 950 and i had two offers at 950 one at 975 an offer at a million 25 and i had an offer coming in at 1.1 and he called me and said hey what's the highest offer i can't tell yeah, you because no. just tell me we'll be i'm like no i can't tell you three days straight all he did is call me and ask me the same question three times a day for three days i'm like mate this is the most unprofessional thing ever. What makes you think this is going to work? You're like, give me your highest and best. Probably because yeah. other agents have told him. I guess so. I guess so. It's a scary world out there. So we have some clients right now who moved from Tasmania. So they're French. Oh, wow. They were in Colorado. They sold in 2020, moved to Portugal, and then moved from Portugal to Tasmania. And now they've just moved to Vancouver. Um, and they went to some open houses two weeks ago. And the listing agent in the open house said, it was her listing, said, don't make an offer. We're about to price drop. You can get it like 10, oh, wow. 10K cheaper next week. Oh, geez. Nope. Yeah, no. that's definitely not representing the client. No, no. it's horrible. <laughs> horrible. And so you, you're around all these fantastic agents here and you see the standard of what it takes. Yeah. Um, and it's something everybody should live up to in this business. Oh, personally, yeah. I think. Anyway. I think that's the good thing about Sotheby's is it sets the standard. Yes. Yeah. 
it lets you know, like, we're going to work for you. We want the best for you. And we're going to try to make the transaction as smooth as we can. Yeah. So in the last last couple of years, with the market's changed so much, have you guys done anything different? And, you know, were you six months in, you thinking, actually, let's change a business practice here that you've then felt this is really beneficial? Honestly, I feel like it took us a little bit to, like, get our our ducks in an order, I would say. So to get our systems in place. Yeah. And now I feel like we have all those systems in place and it's smooth. Like, I feel like we know, like, the process, like, each process that we have, we know the systems and we make it as smooth as we can because time is money and we need to put those systems in place to make it easier for us and for the buyer seller. Yeah, I think we were chasing a lot of different ideas. You know, uh-huh. you listen to podcasts, you read books and you're like, okay, let's try this. Let, let's write letters. Let's, you know, all of those different things. But you, for us, we just both needed to make it sustainable. Yeah. You know, yeah. we want to make it repeatable and sustainable and so what we're doing now is definitely that yeah yeah i think it has to be that way otherwise like you just keep searching for something different Mm -hmm. yeah yeah is there anything that one of you does in the team balance that uh what the other one says i don't ever have to worry about this Stacia and her Excel spreadsheets. <laughs> I will she take care of our numbers. On, I'm the numbers girl. She is on the spreadsheets like no other. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, that's, I mean, I was an engineer. Was say, that's your background. So I love, I mean, I love Excel. Is that something that anybody says ever? No, but I do. <laughs> I love Excel and it helps me to, you know, understand, helps us to understand where we are, where we're getting our business from. And, and what we have to do to like grow and be better next year yeah for example we nixed all print advertising yep Mm -hmm. nixed it never probably will never do it again maybe if we have a little extra marketing money but yeah we we at the end of the year i think it was awesome we sat down after you got back from maturity leave and we spent like a couple days reviewing where all our leads came from what was working for us what marketing did we want where did we want to put our marketing money because that is such a big thing like where you put your marketing money can help influence how your year's going to be. And so we looked at that and we didn't barely, we barely got any leads from print material. Mm-hmm. So we were like, none to be, in, yes. to be specific. We kind of got one. No. Just kidding. No. We, but we realized social media was where we got the most feedback and doing our gift drop-offs for our clients, which we have about a, a, a hundred clients that we do gift drop-offs mm-hmm. and we drop them off ourselves. So it's actually a lot of work, mm-hmm. especially when you're busy. And yeah. then continuing social media and being creative with our social media. What like, you know, we I want to represent Oklahoma City and and let people know how awesome Oklahoma City is. Mm-hmm. And we can relay that through our social media. And that's kind of something, you know, we want to relay the the um, real estate market in Oklahoma City, be informational. But we also want to show how great Oklahoma City is and the new developments mm-hmm. that are coming. So I feel like that was social media was a great way for us to do that. Yeah, definitely. Oklahoma City is underrated. It is. We're on the up and up. So we I tell everyone. Yeah. Do you get people moving from Dallas and those areas coming over? Mm-hmm. Or where do you think most people are coming from? Yeah, mostly Texas. Yep. We have a handful of California buyers okay. mm-hmm. um, trying to maybe come to a more conservative state. Um, But yeah, we have a lot of people coming from Texas, Kansas, Colorado. More people move um, to Oklahoma than they do to Texas from Oklahoma. Last year. Yep, last year. See, that's an incredible stat that no one talks about. Yeah, I'll I'll see if I can find that back for you. We'll (laughs) uh, we'll put it up on the screen. Yeah, Yeah, right, (laughs) we will. (laughs) Um, So 
what's your guys' life like outside of the business? Because obviously, a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two on the way. But what's your life like outside of it? You know, you're balancing family life too. I feel like How's we've had to learn guys? how to balance. I mean, especially when the real estate market was so hot. I mean, we were writing offers at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. And you're like, wait, <laughs> this isn't how it's supposed to be. <laughs> I had a buyer in South Korea. Oh, my gosh. Oh, Three gosh. o'clock in the morning phone calls. Oh, no. Oh, no. He was in the Air Force. And so it was the only time he could have where between, like, kids, school and work and then putting kids down to sleep and all that. And uh, I'm just thankful it was a very quick tra- transaction because oh, that could have not have lasted very long. But you're right. There were so many late nights. Yeah. Was it a case of just you just do it and figure it out at that point? Because well, you, you just you, you want your clients to be happy yeah. and you're like for them to be happy and to get this offer. And it's due at 8, 8 a.m. And they decided they wanted to put an offer in at 7 p.m. So that's when you're like, OK. I got to do take one for the team. Yeah. yeah, you know, and we work with a lot of young people, so it's not uncommon for them to be up and they are talking and texting and on. And Instagram. they work during the day. Yeah, Attur- like there's we worked with an attorney who you know he couldn't have his phone most of the day. Yeah. So after five p.m. is when you could talk to him, when you could show him houses, and that's just how some clients are. Yeah. But I think, you know, I will give some credit to our broker. He's very good about being like, you know, after basically 7 p.m., there's really no need to call me mm-hmm. because it's probably not an emergency. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I I also feel like I've really learned, you know, if you're bringing a good offer, then if you if you're telling that agent or if you have a good agent, like it's it's OK if there's other offers coming in. They probably will wait for yours, yeah. yep. you know. So I think we've just learned to have a little bit more respect Balance. after 7 p.m. and just set expectations with our clients on it. But yeah. outside of home life, tell them your home life. <laughs> my home life, I mean, I hang out with my husband. I, you know, we, I try, I try to shut the laptop off at 6 p.m. So he usually cooks dinner. I have to admit it. So I'll let him cook dinner. I'll clean the kitchen. But, um... <laughs> So I try to hang out with him in the evenings, as you should, you know, your significant other. And then weekends, I feel like weekends, you know, sometimes get hard because that's when people want to go see houses. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, if someone's like, I want to go see a house, I'm like, I can show you at this time because me and my husband are going golfing or I'm hanging out with friends in the afternoon. And I think it's just good to be up front and they respect your time. Usually. I think that's the key, being up front about it. And also having a comment because everybody has a client sometime who thinks the world revolves around them mm-hmm. and you know sometimes you have to do a bit more but mm-hmm. um having them respect your time i think is so particularly after what we've come off the last couple of years because you get burnt out so quickly oh yeah, yeah. like we need so a quickly. breather and i promise you the house will still be available well <laughs> you can't always promise but most of the time they are right now yeah. you know and that's the great thing about having a teammate is what was it station like Last week, you were caught in a. It started. She was caught in a hailstorm, in Edmond, Oklahoma, at swim lessons. Yes. And oh she she called me like 15 minutes before showing. I live like five minutes away, and she's like, "Can you go show this house? I am stuck." And I was like, "Of course, I'm on my way. No big deal." Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. My husband's uh, windshield got broken. <laughs> yeah. So Lee Oklahoma. tells me all the time that the hail that you guys get. It's like softballs. Oh, yeah, softball size. It happens like once a year, maybe once every two years. But honestly, it's great from a real estate perspective because there's a lot of wind in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. And 
when there isn't hail, it's really hard to file an insurance claim. Mm -hmm. And so if you get hail, everyone's like, go fix your roof because insurance will cover it. We'll cover it because there's hail damage on there. So um, I need need to figure out how to make a hailstorm in Vancouver. Yeah, Yeah. So currently Oklahomans are calling all their insurance agencies and roofers just because of the hailstorm last week. Why not? If you can, why not? Get that roof fixed. (laughs) Yeah. So uh, what are you most looking forward to for the rest of this year and, and going forward? I think this year started off really slow. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think, you know, from a personal standpoint, continuing to be with my son and watching him grow up. um, But from like a business standpoint, I'm really excited for the summer. I think it's going to be great. We have a lot of buyers um, that we're helping. And so hopefully inventory continues to increase and we can find them things. But I also just think continuing to refine like our systems and our business practices and um, just making sure that what we're doing is producing the results we want and our clients are happy. I think like we're big people pleasers, mm-hmm. which is a good and bad thing to be in real estate, mm-hmm. yep. but we're people pleasers for our clients. And so just having happy clients is what makes us happy. Like legitimately, I think that's the end all be all. Yeah. If someone we're says like, like, thank you, you're the best. I'm like, oh, we're gosh. literally like, did you see oh. that they commented on our Instagram <laughs> or posted us or whatever? So, um, yeah, we words of affirmation is definitely one of our love languages yes. from a business standpoint. Yes, yeah. it is. But yeah, I think just growing and continuing to to figure it out and hopefully do better than we did last year. Honestly, I think uh, and getting new ideas. I think that's something we we literally say she'll text me at 9 p.m. She, she'll be like, what do you think about this idea? And I'll be like, that is such a good idea. Like, wow. Like just like and implementing those ideas, like just being at the Sotheby's event and hearing about different ideas people are doing because you know we're we're trying to grow our luxury side of real estate and how can we do that and I feel like we've already gotten so many helpful hints not helpful hints but you know helpful advice yeah um to implement that and so it's what I'm like I'm always excited for is like what what are we going to do next yeah yeah what's coming yeah, yeah for sure no that's that's really good and uh Jeannie well I mean you guys fly out soon but uh yeah. anything else you're looking forward to while you're here I mean, we have really gone hard the last couple yes. of days. I'm so. kind of looking forward to, you know, getting back. But we have a lot of um, handwritten notes to write mm-hmm. for everyone we've met and a lot of more people to follow and, you know, just stay connected with. Yeah. yeah. Continue to learn. We're like you. We're some of the youngest here. And yes. so when we when we meet people, they're like, how long have you been in it? We're like three years. They're like, I've been in it 25. <laughs> and then they're like, how old are you? And we're like... 30 but oh, last 30. year we were 29 so i mean yeah 30 <laughs> hey i'm now. still 29 i've got a couple I know. weeks no <laughs> sorry Stacia. i'm really i'm really pushing you ahead yeah no i think just learning from from vets is good and i think it's it's they kind of bounce ideas off us because we're we're fresh and young and you know yeah. trying to do the right we're hip. step but i think there's such a i think it's such a great situation where there's a lot of young people younger people and then a lot of older people in the mix of ideas at that point as well and what people have brought to the table I think it's going to be a great year. I think yeah. so, too. I think so, too. I think the summer is going to be good. Yeah. It's yeah. going to be good. And then Maddie's going to have her babies, and it's it's going to be awesome. I'm going to be running on a little sleep. But you know what? I'm going to be back. I'm going to be hustling. I've always wanted to be a working mom. So mm-hmm. I'm just excited for that next chapter. Yeah. Well, it'll be fun. I will keep checking in with you guys. Yeah. And see how everything goes. Uh, I appreciate you guys coming on. It's been yeah, great to get to know you a bit more. This was so fun. Yeah, so much fun. All right. Appreciate it. We will we will chat soon. Thanks.